Pop Punk Project is brought to you by DraftKings. DraftKings, an official daily fantasy partner of the NFL. This week exclusively for our listeners, if you took the over on a 10-month break for this podcast, use code POPPUNK on DraftKings.com for 200 points in daily fantasy. DraftKings, proud sponsor of the Pop Punk Project. A lot has happened, Mike, in the several months that we took off. Big sponsorship deals. Yeah, Keenan, with all the the DraftKings money, you know, these daily fantasy companies are throwing around a lot of cash these days. Pat McAfee got a couple hundred million, and um, we're right below him. So we <laughs> haven't needed to work for a couple months. But Yeah, we're just riding that out for a while. Doesn't really make too much sense, given that our lane is more music-related than sports, but they need to launder money somehow. So we were happy to take a couple mil off their hands. I mean, let's be honest. This podcast has been a total gamble from the start, so here <laughs> we are. That's absolutely so true, Keenan. <laughs> but yeah, surprise, everybody. We're back. It was a hot June day and my ass was sick Seriously, how many people do you think thought that this was never going to happen? Hmm. How many listeners do we have again? Yeah, that's the first question. Let's figure that now, out. Now, probably none. Any that we <laughs> that we had 10 months ago, 11 months ago, Christmas yeah. time of 2021, they're, they're long gone. There are definitely a few people who are losing hope, but I don't know. We had a couple Instagram posts since then. Maybe that kept people strung along for a little while. Yeah. I think they're going to see this episode pop to the top of their, you know, subscribe podcast feed, and then they're going to realize that they never unsubscribed and promptly just unsubscribe and forget about <laughs> us forever. Could happen. Or or we'll get very passionate fans. We'll get new fans, maybe. Hopefully that doesn't happen because we really have missed doing this show. It's been a very eventful couple months since we've been gone, Keenan. Hasn't it been? There's definitely some great reasons why we just didn't do anything for almost a year, right? Tons of them. Yeah. What, um, I don't know. You've had some big ones. What have you been up to? I've had a couple big ones. I will say we do love doing the show, but we've talked about this off air before. The only thing we love more than doing the show is doing absolutely nothing at all. That's true. Yeah. I do enjoy that. As the days turn into weeks and the weeks turn into months, it just became easier and easier to put it off. But it's just so nice. Once I get a day or two break from you, it's like total freedom. And then I'm like, oh, I could get used to this for a while. And then I don't talk to you for 10 months. And here we are again. Well, I'm glad to be back. We did have some yeah. some great things happen in the Moynihan neck of the woods. Our son, Patrick, was born March 11th of 2022. It's amazing. I remember we touched briefly on that towards the end of last season. And I didn't think it would be an issue with the recording schedule, having a, a newborn and a <laughs> now three-year-old. Turns out they keep me pretty busy. Yeah. Was that uh, was that tough? Tough to squeeze in this important um, recording time? Yeah, kind of. I love, I love doing this, but we always do it at night. And these days, I usually go to bed immediately after they go to bed. So it's really the only time to myself I get each day, just lying in bed on my phone for 15 minutes before I pass out each day. So yeah. Not as young as I used to be. 
So how are things going with uh, little Patrick? Things are great. He's about seven months, eight months old now. Well, you, you do the math. March 11th, he was born. So <laughs> whenever this comes out, yeah. just do some subtraction. It's always random. I love how on this podcast we we try to stay topical and we try to talk about things that are happening. We're always like doing the math like, oh, this drops in what, four weeks, six weeks? And like right. some of the stuff just isn't even relevant anymore. No, it's not. But he's great. He had, um, you know, his first little sickness. So that was a really dreadful week and a half. Some ear infections uh, while he's getting some teeth in. You know, the the standard like half-year-old stuff that you go through. Normal baby stuff. Yeah. Did you but... tell him to stop being such a baby about it? Yeah, I told him. Like, can you just stop? Because this is really, you know, messing with everybody's vibes. You know, the yeah. vibes are off in this house. Yep. But he's over that. Uh, so God bless him. We're happy for him. And it's tough when your kids are sick because you, you feel really bad for them. And, you know, you can't do – you do as much as you can, but it still sucks seeing your your bubbly little baby all sad all the time. So That's right. And one of the real important things about Patrick is I think you were – you said you had something important to ask me about him. You wanted – to ask me to be his godfather or something? Is that what you want to bring up on, on air? Mm. As like a big surprise? I'm so sorry. That actually, that actually we gave it to somebody else. Oh. Yeah. Dude, that's awkward. It was close. Uh, if there's a third, you're definitely in the running for godfather for the third. But really? I, no, I said if, if, if. Oh, well, I'm rooting for it. Yeah. That's exciting. That'd be great if we're having a third baby and we need to take another break. <laughs> after. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This side projects episode. That's okay. As long as I'm the godfather, I'm good with it. That's true. We actually, uh, Abby's sister, Jane, and her husband, Mike, they are Patrick's godparents. What? I know. How long have you known this Mike guy? Not as long as you, buddy. <sighs> Is he a listener? Abby's known Janie for Janie's whole life, so. That's true, but that's, yeah, that's the godmother. Yeah. Is Mike a listener? I don't think so. Good. Screw him. Yeah. I hate that guy. Hey, if you're listening to this, screw you. In all seriousness, Keenan, they did a lovely job as his godparents, so. Yeah, there's literally nothing to do. Just stand there. Yeah, you get all the praise and attention, and you get to be in the photos, and. Yeah. Uh, you hold the baby for like a second, right? Yeah, there's nothing to do yeah. the day of the baptism, but you need to guide that little baby in Jesus' light for the rest of their lives. So that's a pretty, that's true. pretty big, big undertaking. But um, yeah, so Patrick's baptized. uh Free of original sin, thank goodness. Um, hopefully going to heaven. We'll see how that turns out. But <laughs> stay, stay tuned for Patrick's entire life to see if he makes it to heaven. All in all, he is a very good boy. Uh, compared to Jack, he is our easy child. I'm mm. glad that we had Jack first rather than Patrick because Jack prepared us for the worst and Patrick <laughs> exceeded all expectations. So That's awesome. Yeah. Love them both. They're uh, both great in their own way, but... If Jack was our second, we would have been in for a real wake-up call. Wild. All that said, Keenan, we totally buried the lead on Patrick's life. We need to go all the way back to day one. I might have like sent a picture out to our parents right after he was born, but immediately after doing that, I texted you and Tommy Lindemann because in the delivery room, and this goes to show how what a nice baby Patrick is, he was born very quickly. Uh, we went to the hospital. Abby was pretty much ready to be admitted, and uh, they got the epidural in her, and then she was pretty much ready to go. So the doctor that was scheduled to be on staff that day was busy doing other rotations, 
And so the nurses actually had to run into the hallway and try to grab somebody to come in and deliver Patrick because he was on his way. And who should come into the room but LB? Part of the pop punk posse? Lauren Burton? That's right. Uh, LB, Tommy Lindemann's fiance, probably wife by this point. We've been gone for a while. <laughs> actually, yeah, by the time this episode drops, we're going to be pretty close to their wedding day. LB, maybe potentially LL eventually. We'll see. Yeah. You yeah, know, we'll she's see. a I she's know. a doctor. I don't know if that complicates things, you know, having to go through the documents and whatnot. Yeah, I remember you texted me immediately. It was a picture of you and LB, and I was totally blown away by that. It was wild. What was the story? Like, she recognized your voice, or you recognized hers or something? Because you'd never met in person. No, we had never met in person. We had texted before because we, you know, we always try to pull people on favorite songs from the albums that we discuss. Yeah. So I was familiar with her and Tom, and obviously Tommy was on our dashboard episode. So that's right. I feel like I've I've known Lauren a long time, but I knew that she worked at the hospital where Abby was scheduled to give birth. She's like an OBG doctor, right? Something like that. No, she's an eye doctor, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> yes, she's an OBGYN. Because Tommy had mentioned that back when you know we were just going to, for whatever, monthly visits and, and whatnot to yeah. see if maybe we would have her as uh, Abby's doctor. So I knew that she worked here. We never had an appointment with her, but she came in and she said, hi, I'm Lauren. And everybody had like the surgical masks on, so I couldn't see her full face. And then I, it all clicked into place really quickly. And this is all before Patrick had been born. You know, so Abby's in a lot of discomfort, just <laughs> lying there. And I say to Lauren, I'm like, Oh my gosh, you're LB, and I'm Mike Moynihan, co-host of the Pop Punk Project. <laughs> Here's <laughs> and, my business card. Yeah, and but we had such a great moment. Like she just looked at me, and I looked at her, and it was just like, oh, it, it was what a beautiful I, I, moment. I could never have uh, written that, you know, for, yeah. for that to happen. And Abby is just rolling her eyes, like, oh my gosh, like, look, come on, let's get this over with. Yeah, Abby, who doesn't even listen to the podcast, not even a fan of the show. She's like, ugh, get over it. Yeah, she was amazed to see a listener like in person, especially this respected member of society. Yeah. I've always felt like there's got to be one day where somebody will be walking around. We might be at a pop punk show and they'll be like, oh, you're that bald guy from that podcast he used to listen to 10 months ago. Yeah. One <laughs> day. That would be the much more appropriate setting than pop punk my, show, yeah. my baby's delivery. <laughs> But um, yeah, so pretty cool. Lauren was the first person to see and meet Patrick. Um, that's awesome. She held him while I cut the cord. She handed him off to Abby and myself. So oh my God, that's such a magical pop punk project story. Yeah, like I just think that's so cool that we'll be connected in that sense for the rest of our lives. So yeah, via baby. Yeah, and she was trying to explain. The other doctor eventually did make it into the room, and thank God she was there because he was not going to make it in time, and I was not going to catch that baby. <laughs> So I'm glad she was there. But she was trying to explain the whole situation. And he's like, the, you know, this middle-aged older guy, He's a he does not care. Yeah. It's like, what is it? What is it, a podcast? <laughs> What's a podcast? And I'm like, please don't check it out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or do. Whatever. Yeah. He might be listening right now. <laughs> he's been waiting. He's like, this podcast never posts anything. <laughs> <laughs> is this defunct? What is this? She likes this shit? <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah that's that's patrick so he's been great uh great story yeah yeah you and tommy were stoked about it too because how could you not be 
I mean, that was such a cool moment. But I was waiting for us to record because the best place to tell it is here. Because That's a really good point, yeah. It's a lot to explain. It's a lot of background to explain to the common Joe. Yeah, true. But, you know, listeners here, they know Tommy from our Dashboard episode. They know him and LB like to vacation, you know, in the Northeast. and. That's right, yeah. Are they going to be invited to all of Patrick's birthdays? They should be. Yeah, sure. Sweet. That's fine. They're they're more than welcome to come if they'd like to come out for a, a baby's birthday. Hey, free cake. Tommy and Lauren like to go uh, to the beach and drink wine until they vomit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And also go to uh, one-year-old birthday parties. Yes. yes. Kind of the same thing. Hopefully they clean up their act for the one-year-old birthday parties. Well, I wouldn't be so sure. But yeah, so that's my um, baby news. What happened to you? Did you have any kids? <laughs> um, no kids. What's your excuse? <laughs> Honestly, nothing as important or as exciting as that. Um, it's pretty hard to follow up that story. You don't, it's okay. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah. It happens literally every second of every day. That's true. How many kids have been born in the history of the world? Whoa. Did you ever crunch those numbers? No. And I don't plan on it. <laughs> That's got to be some sort of like consulting question. Consulting interview question. <laughs> um, no, I do not have any kids. That you know of. Oh, <laughs> Um, no, trust me, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> okay. But I did get a new job since we last spoke to each other. Well, not since we last spoke, but since we last recorded. Sure. On record. Yeah. So there's that. And I think we were kind of alluding to it, or maybe we talked about it a little bit in the last season, but I was always, you know, bitching about my coaching schedule and uh, coaching the rowing team. I have since taking time off coaching i had taken time off during season two but i don't know now i'm in my full swing of my retirement but i don't know probably only temporary but for now i think with my new work schedule it's a little bit difficult to manage both so yeah no rowing for me for the time being we really dropped the ball taking a break from coaching and recording a podcast at the exact same time i know but what you realize mike is you just fill that time with more work Later hours, longer hours, weekends, they just fill it with more work. That's got to be great to hear from your new company's perspective, <laughs> Keenan. I'm really just trying to sweet talk my boss, who I assume is also a listener. So Yeah, that's <laughs> funny. Yeah, I know we uh, discussed this, but you're in the crypto game now. Is that correct? Is that is that the nature of, uh, of your new role? That is right, Mike. I now work for a crypto recruiting and investment firm. Awesome. Yeah. You were explaining the ins and outs of it. I am probably never going to, uh, until I have to, I'm probably never going to really know too much about crypto. So it was pretty interesting when we were, you know, discussing it at length, but that's a pretty big leap for you. A pretty, a pre- like a, that would be a, considered a change of career, right? Cause yeah, for sure. It's much different from what you used to do. I mean, the function is still the same. It's I was very different, before. I would say. It's very different. <laughs> You as the expert in crypto would know how different it is. Yeah, it's just a lot of like different terminology. You have to learn a lot of very technical, you know, topics. But I don't know. It's all just mumbo jumbo. So it is. It's whatever. Same shit, different day. Different shit, different day. (laughs) Uh, I will say it is fun. It's cool to be a part of crypto, but it's it's a wild industry. It's kind of the Wild West, as you probably know. The revolution is coming. Are you ready? Oh, I'm ready. I'm getting in early, Mike. Yeah. Did you join the company after all the crypto commercials for the Super Bowl or before? <laughs> um, 
I joined right as the cool Super Bowl commercials were happening, and literally right after that happened, all the crypto markets tanked. So <laughs> I joined at the exact perfect time to really have no job security. But so far, so good, and haven't been fired yet. So we're just going to keep riding that out. Yeah, they say it's good to get in on the ground floor, and you were on the ground floor. So oh, I was at the very bottom, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Hit the very floor. We'll knock on wood here, but... It would have been kind of amusing if we took a break and you got a new job and also lost. <laughs> and also job. fired. It would <laughs> yeah. be a lot to discuss, that's for sure. But no, fortunately, that didn't happen. You would probably go back to coaching. I would probably not have a choice, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, we discussed all that, I think, when we last hung out, which was actually at a pop punk show, wasn't it, Mike? Yeah, the last time we hung out was in, I think it was, yeah, it was July at the Man Center where we went to see third eye blind and taking back sunday that's right yeah go figure the the pop punk guys go to a pop punk show together we average one big summer concert a year at least for the past two years yep uh last year it was the hell of mega tour this year it was third eye blind and taking back sunday and man it was pretty much the perfect evening for a show oh it was amazing yeah well it did rain a little bit <laughs> other than that it rained a little bit, but we were undercover at yeah. the pavilion, so that Whoa. was nice. I'm just realizing it rains at all these summer shows that we go to. We actually have bad luck with weather. Yeah, that's true. Hell and Megator, we were not undercover, though, and that was a very uh, wet show. We got soaked, yeah. Still kind of fun, though. I mean, totally different experience, but we just embraced it, and we were rocking out in the rain. It was totally fine. The one thing I would have changed from that show is we got there and we parked pretty early on um you know we got some good spots we hung out they have a the man center it's like all lawn parking lot so it's a nice place to tailgate and hang out beforehand so we had some pizza going we had some brews going we missed a couple taking back sunday songs because i think everybody went to go into the venue at the exact same time yeah when they heard taking back sunday like sound checking or whatever and uh, the line to get into the venue actually was just, it was much longer than I anticipated, like like an hour or so after the doors had already opened. So uh, had I known that, I would have gone in earlier just to see the entirety of Taking Back Sunday set. But that was my only, you know, regret about the show. Yeah. Otherwise, it was great. Had a great time. Rocked out. Joined by our good friends and fans of the show, Steve, Kate, TJ. They all yeah. joined us. We recreated our classic picture with Steve that we took at Blink back in 2011 and last year at the Hell of Mega Tour. So it was a really fun show. Both bands put on really good sets and they actually went on stage at a great time for me as a father. Like I think Take It Back Sunday was on from like 8 to 9 and Third Eye Blind came on right at 9.30. Yeah. So we were out of there by 11-ish. It was it was fantastic. Oh, yeah. In bed by, you know, midnight the latest. It was fantastic. Yeah, perfect. And we actually, since the last time we spoke on the pod, we actually went to another concert. Do you remember which one that was? Oh, my God. Wait a minute. Are you talking about uh, the starting line? Yeah. Oh, you're right, because that was right before Christmas. Yep, it was right after we concluded season three and right. dropped our holiday episode, and right before Christmas Day. It was like the weekend before Christmas. So yeah, I forgot we never we never really got to discuss that. Nope, we never did. 
And we we can choose never to will <laughs> if you'd like. Um, no, I mean, so far, you know, in the past, I don't even remember it. That was a great show, too. A little risky because it was still kind of <laughs> peak COVID time and we were yeah. all seeing family not long afterwards. Actually, I think I've kept that a, a secret from a lot of people until now. Yeah, I think you're in the clear now, but we were in the same boat. I say we because, you know, number one fan of the show, Patrice, came with us along with my wife's cousin, Mikey, and his wife, Mary Beth. So it was the five of us. And myself, Patrice, Mikey, and Mary Beth had a family Christmas party the next morning. So we were all pretty worried. Uh, we did some rapid tests the, the following morning to put ourselves at ease. but As if that would have mattered at that point. <laughs> yeah, it was a really weird time. It's crazy yeah. with COVID how you look back and you're like, I can't believe I acted like that back then because... Since then, we both had COVID. I feel like we're yeah. both a bit more more flexible with the things we're we're out and about doing. That's right. But that said, it was uh, it was at the Electric Factory, now known as Franklin Music Hall. Yep. And it was a great night because you lived close enough that we were able to hang out pre-show at your place and take a short walk over, a short jaunt. Yeah, it was it, that was a really long set they played. That was a really great show. Yeah, super fun. I mean, talk about just hearing all the throwbacks and seeing a band that you love. Um, as we know, it's Patrice's, I guess, favorite pop punk band of all time. Mm-hmm. So yeah, she was rocking out. I mean, everybody was having a great time rocking out. Um, but yeah, don't they do that like every winter? Isn't that their thing? They come back to Philly and do a holiday show. Are they doing it again this year? I think they will be doing it again this year. I think for go back. probably the COVID year, I don't think they did it. And I'm not sure for how many years, if, if they took years off or whatnot. But I think for a while, it was like their one show of the year. You know, yeah. the, the guys aren't always touring. They have other lives outside of the band. So I think it is the consistent date on their schedule. So hopefully, if they come back this year, that would be a killer show to go to again now that we know what to expect, which was... You know, I had high expectations, but they blew them away, honestly. Yeah, they were really good. Yeah, we'll get the gang back together. Um, I've tried to invite you and Patrice and that group to other shows, and everybody usually just blows me off. So, um, yeah, maybe the starting line, maybe the 2022 version, uh, people actually join me. That'd be fun. Yeah, Keenan, you know my criteria? It has to be Friday or Saturday show. <laughs> uh-huh. That's the main criteria. <laughs> I can, the only I criteria. Can... <laughs> Well, I can deviate from that and find other reasons why I don't want to go after yeah. the fact. Most of the time I invite you guys, it's just like, oh, yeah, I actually don't really like that band, but have fun. That's pretty much every excuse that I've heard. Well, Patrice Patrice used that one for us for uh, Taking Back Sunday and Third Eye Blind. She's like, I got plans. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, well. No, I, I know. And I do appreciate you continually reaching out. It's fine. Whatever. You know, here we are going over all of our shows and it's not like there's this litany of shows I missed. You didn't go to any without me, so. Are you sure about that? No, I guess I'm not positive. <laughs> yeah, I haven't, so. <laughs> okay, few. <laughs> but uh... there, I know there's more coming up, and one one that was announced and took social media by storm while we were away was the When We Were Young Festival yeah. out in Las Vegas. That's right. Yep. We're recording this at the middle of October, so before the festival's actually taken place. So we'll see how that goes. That's actually one that you were planning on attending. Is that 
is that right? Is that am I correct in in uh, believing that? <laughs> that is an accurate point to make, Mike. Uh, as soon as I found out about this festival, I texted pretty much everybody I know, and I. Okay, that was one of the ones that I turned you down. Because that's right. Yeah, that is certainly one of them. I can't um, fly to Las Vegas <laughs> with an infant and a toddler. It used to be and, so fun, Mike. You used to do I cool know. stuff like that. I but know. Not these days. I know. Um, yeah, it was a big leap for pretty much everybody I know. Um, most people turned me down, but I did get a group of like 10 people who were committed to it. And the day that the tickets dropped, everybody was refreshing their webpage for literally hours on end. Like most people just didn't work that entire morning because we're all trying to get tickets. And I want to say like half of us were able to get it. Oh, maybe not even half. Maybe like three or four of us were able to get tickets from the actual website. It sold out in seconds. Mm -hmm. And so there was obviously a big rush of people. A few of us got it. And then a lot of people put them up on the secondary market. Those like, you know, third party sites, the sub hubs and the ticket masters of the world. And a few of our friends paid out the butt to get it on those. And yeah, we had a group of like seven or eight people that were committed and we just kind of had them stashed away and we were going to eventually figure out how to get to Vegas and get housing and all that. But Mike, unfortunately, one by one, every single member of that crew dropped out. And now we're all at the point where we're trying to figure out how to sell these tickets because none of us have airfare. None of us really want to go anymore. There were also some random like horror stories of, oh, how are they going to fit all these bands in for one day of actual shows? There's only a couple stages. So I don't know. I think some people got cold feet too, just were a little freaked out. But yeah, so not going this year, Mike. Uh, well, that sucks, but they just announced the lineup for 2023 and it looks yeah. equally as appetizing. So I say, you know, see how 2022 plays out. If it's not a complete fire fest and, <laughs> you know, everybody goes and enjoys themselves and, and, uh, we hope this, er that everything goes according to plan. Uh, I would like to read no news stories about how bands didn't show up or people didn't get paid or, or whatever, but yeah. It does seem like a huge undertaking and a huge number of acts to potentially see. And then the question is, how long does each band play? And can you actually see all the bands you want to see? For sure. Yeah. I will say news of when we were young, 2023, so a year from now, that literally dropped today, the day that we're recording this, which is October 11th. And part of the Bands that were announced. And by the way, I think the 2023 lineup is even more stacked than 2022. Like you look at it and it's just like insane bands across the board. It's every band that you can think of. Like if you think of a band and you look close enough because there's so many splattered all over the tour poster, you'll find it somewhere. Yeah. Well, that's what we thought about 2022, which was insane. Mm -hmm. And then you look at 2023 and it's like across the board, every band is like an upgrade. But the big name on that announcement, Mike which was another major announcement today. Blink-182 headlining When We Were Young 2023. Mike, do you want to share what announcement was made today? Which will be obviously very old by the time this episode actually drops. <laughs> Blink-182 shared on all their social media platforms that they are back. They're back, they baby. They recorded a new album. Tom DeLonge is also back. Back in the group, the original trio. Well, not you know, not the original, but the you know, the Blink we know and love we are it, back Mike. together. Yeah, and so that's very exciting. There's been points 
over the past decade or so where, you know, you would read an interview with Tom or Mark and they would say things like they hadn't been together or seen each other for like the past four or five years. And I think really they reconciled any differences they might have had in the past after Mark's cancer diagnosis. And, um, and you know, sometimes uh, difficult things like that bring you closer together and make you realize what's important. So yeah, uh, maybe that didn't didn't happen at all. But in my mind, I think they realized like, wait, why did we ever like stop hanging out and being best friends and making music? Like, yeah, life is fragile. Hundred percent agree. That's my theory, and I think we're gonna probably talk about it a lot throughout this season because, I mean, ongoing developments about Blink One Eight Two. That's the biggest news in pop punk probably in the last I don't know, maybe ever. Definitely of the last like fifteen twenty years. Since we've been um, listening to this music, yeah. Yeah, for sure. They're always like the top of the totem pole, like the tier one pop punk band. Yeah, and the fact that they broke up and the fact that it sounded like they would never be getting back together as that lineup that we know and love, we were all kind of bummed about that. And all of a sudden, they kept it under wraps too, which is crazy. Like, yeah, no real hints of it. I mean, there are a couple little things here and there. And I will say, massive shout out to Coach Kira. Coach Kira, who's a friend of the show, she texted me in like June, maybe July, and was like, hey, are you hearing these rumors about like Tom DeLonge maybe getting back with the band? And I literally laughed at her. I scoffed at her like, you know, once a year, some crazy guy comes out with, oh, Tom DeLonge, he's going to get back with the band. Like there's somebody said this on Reddit or somebody said this on this random message board. But I was like, there's no way. He's too crazy, too off the deep end. It ended on such bad terms. And she was like, okay, if you say so. But I'm I'm hearing some rumors that sound kind of promising. A few months later, sure enough, here we Man. are. So Go shout out figure. Coach Kira for calling it. Well, I was in the same boat as you. I would see Tom kind of flirting on social media with the notion of Blink-182. Like he would post old photos or, you know, just things from throughout his career that would make you think, you know, is he thinking about his ex? Like, is he having uh, second thoughts about To the Stars Academy and yeah. Angels and Airwaves and everything? He's working on a ton of other stuff, as we've gone into detail about in past episodes. So in my mind, it was always like he's focused on other passions in life and everybody's happy where they're at. But um, and especially because this was like the second time they had broken up, like they broke up after self-titled and then before neighborhoods which was when we saw them back in 2011 yep and so for them to break up again uh shortly thereafter they put out that album i figured well that's it you know they they tried it for one last shot with neighborhoods and it didn't work out and mark and travis are going to do the blink thing with skiba tom's going to do all his stuff and uh we'll always have the music and the memories yeah we'll have a little bit more at least the, the new album a new a worldwide tour it seems like so yeah pretty pretty awesome i will say they've always left the door open nobody has ever said no to it in in interview or on social media it's always been kind of like oh i won't say no to anything you never know what's going to happen and i think that rhetoric has increased in the last like 12 months or so so right yeah here we are speaking of skiba mike what's gonna happen with skiba I mean, maybe news will break in the next few weeks before this comes out and we'll look like idiots. But as of now, it looks like he's just not in the band anymore. Yeah, I did feel bad for Matt Skiba when I, I was elated when I saw the 
<laughs> initial announcement. And then right after that, I'm like, but what about Matt Skiba? Yeah. Because I think he really did a phenomenal job. I, I don't even want to say filling in. Like, he became the new third member. So I was wondering, can he just go on tour with them as a touring musician? Obviously, he has his own pretty successful band, an Alkaline Trio. Like, maybe he figures there's no point. Are him and Tom, do they butt heads because it's like your ex and your your new boo? Like, I don't know any of the dynamics there, but. <laughs> I think you're spot on with the dynamics, Mike. I think you nailed it. It's like your ex and your new boo. Yeah. All the press. This 2004 uh, terminology. Yeah. <laughs> all the press releases have just the, you know, Mark, Tom and Travis. So that leads me to believe that. Maybe that was something Skiba signed on for when he first started back in 2016 or so. Yeah. He signed on right when they, you know, wrote and recorded California. Uh, Maybe it was just understood if Tom ever decides that he wants to join the band again, then uh, and and we agree that we want Tom back in the band, then we're going to keep this a three piece. And uh, unfortunately, you're out. So I don't know. I'm I'm not sure, but I'm sure it'll all come to light and we'll have a great time discussing it and talking about if we agree with it, but for now, we're left with questions, and uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. We're getting a new single this upcoming Friday. No news on the release date for the new album, but it seems as though it is pretty much completed. So I'm sure that's coming down the pike if they're going to be touring towards the beginning, the first quarter of next year. So pretty exciting uh, that all that's coming to fruition right when we decide we should record our pop punk podcast again. Yeah. Speaking of which, Mike, do you want to explain the craziness of how we found out about this and what we were planning to do and kind of worlds colliding situation. Sure. I'll take a stab at it, Keenan. Any of our long-term listeners, our diehards, they know that we have a very eerie way, I'll say, of predicting things that are happening currently by rereading things that happened over a decade ago. I think we killed Alex Trebek at one point. <laughs> yeah, um, we did. That's right. There's been a ton of other stuff, like Travis Barker got married right when he was spotted with a Kardashian, and that was pretty big news. Yep. In any event, we had been um, thinking about what album we wanted to do for our first episode of Season 3 for a while, and we went through a bunch of different ones. We had finally settled on Blink-182's Take Off Your Pants and Jacket, and um, we were pretty much set to record when this news broke, and so we figured... We had to do our side projects to, you know, get the get the um the good the good. Uh, see, this is a perfect example. We had to do a side <laughs> project to remember how to record and and whatnot. So yeah, we're like, wow, totally put Blink on the back burner for a second, and um, let's dive into this news. But we were we were like knee deep in Blink music when they announced all of this stuff. Like, yeah, I was listening to to track 11 on on some album that I probably haven't listened to in like 10 years. So 
Mike, I think you're underplaying how incredible it was. The, literally the day we planned to record mm-hmm. episode one, which was Blink-182, was the day that this dropped. You texted me in the morning that we were supposed to record Blink, and you were like, dude, they're back together. We predicted it again. Insane. Um, so honestly, kind of a mind-blowing situation. Yeah. My, my plan was we would record Blink, then do side projects, be able to introduce Blink a little bit better because we already – knew how that that whole recording session would go but we just had to talk about this exciting news right away so. yeah we did and we don't want to blow it we want an extra week to really polish up to make sure we get blink right because now it's now it's real now it's uh you know prime time we decided we've taken 10 months 11 months already what's a couple <laughs> another more week weeks? or two yeah whatever nobody's even waiting around it doesn't matter but i will say if you plan on going to this blink reunion tour and you need to freshen up on your your blink songs we have a couple blink episodes for you to listen to just don't listen to our first ever episode yeah maybe we can re-record that in anticipation of this tour Uh, we should i've heard other podcasts do that recently like i've been listening to a bunch of true crime podcasts and i've seen that they've re-recorded like their first few episodes yeah we might have to do that because i've listened to our first few episodes and boy is it trouble it's it's not great there's, there's, you know, there's a little glimmer of hope. There's some diamond in the rough moments, but um, yeah, still some good giggles, but low quality. Yeah, we're recording and... through computer headsets. We're like a couple beers deep because yeah. that was like our we used original... to drink a lot more back then. That's yeah, sure. our mindset was like this will be fun, and then we realized that like by the time we got to like track eight or nine, it just became bad. It was just a mess. <laughs> it was just a blur, and I'm like, ugh, I just want to be done. But the yeah. one line I always go back to is um, on the Enema album. I remember the song Wendy Clear. And I think I yeah. just say, so Keenan, Wendy Clear, that's like Mark's boat, right? <laughs> yeah. And you're like, yeah, Mike. It's like, <laughs> wow, very stimulating yeah. conversation. Yeah. That was the only, I think that was the only point I made about that song in particular. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Well, I think what we should do is let's get through season three and then maybe we revisit season one. Take it one step at a time here, but certainly something to think about. Yeah, now that we're going to be out of Blink and Fall Out Boy albums, we're going to have to start re-recording them. Just more Blink, more Fall Out Boy. Totally. So, Mike, that takes us to season three. Let's talk about it real quick. So, we decided that for this season, we're going to reveal a slightly different format. Um, And by slightly, I mean very slightly. We also might change the format as we go. Like, who knows? I, I think we went into this season or we're going into the season with just a lot more flexibility, a lot more like, okay, let's just, whatever we want to do, we're going to do. We were always very like sticklers on structure before and like trying to get everything super perfect. And I think we just realized we just want to have fun with it. So a couple things, the the biggest feedback I got, the most frequent feedback I got was, Hey guys, I really like your podcast, but it's just so freaking long. And I agree with that. I do think it's better to have more manageable chunks to listen to. So I think what we want to try to do is spread it out a little bit. Instead of doing one entire episode that is like an hour, 45 minutes to two hours long, we're going to break it up into two parts. So we'll do, you know, the intro to it, which we're also going to probably shorten a little bit. We'll do the first few songs of the album. That'll be one week's episode. And then part two the following week will be the rest of the album, the outro, setting you up for the next album. So 
essentially breaking up each album into two different episodes. It's all of the same stuff that we already give you, just a little bit more of a manageable workload on our end. <laughs> and also a more manageable workload on your end as the listener. So it's not as tedious for you. Well, that's true. I've always been of the belief that people can hit pause and go back to it, but I'm also guilty of, you know, pausing a podcast and never revisiting it again. So, And who's going to hear all of our hilarious little jibs and jabs in the second half of these episodes, Mike? Exactly. We're funny throughout, folks. You don't want to you don't want to <laughs> you don't want to skip anything, and now you won't have to. And I think um you know, our goal with this was always to have fun, and we genuinely do love doing this show. And this is, uh, one, to make it more manageable for the listener. Two, to help us with the whole editing process and avoid any burnout uh, that we might experience, especially now that uh, I have two kids. Keenan has only one job, but, you know, we're, we're going through stuff in our lives as well. Crypto, Mike. Crypto never sleeps. Just remember that. It really doesn't. It's it's online. Did you know it's on the World Wide Web? I've heard that it is on the AOL online web. Did I get that right? That you nailed it. Keyword crypto. Yeah. <laughs> so I think I think this will be a great I don't know. Who cares? Who cares? It's gonna be what it's gonna be. We might break it up into three parts, four parts, who knows? Or if we do a really awful album and we're done it within forty five minutes, we'll just post the whole thing. Haters out there, if you don't like it, um, you can stop sending us hate mail. We're kind of sick of it. We've got a lot the past couple seasons. If you love listening to two-hour-long episodes, then you should have told us because the people that didn't <laughs> yeah. did tell us. <laughs> yeah, and they won. So we heard you loud and clear. They'll still be, they'll still be very reasonably length episodes. I think it'll be just fine. Totally. But we're excited. We're excited to restart this journey with everybody. We want you to take part like you always have. We'll still be active on socials, although I will say we have not been that active on socials yeah. in the last few months. And by the way, we haven't. shout out to the people who did reach out to us on socials. There are a few of you out there that were asking, hey guys, when are you coming back? I miss you. A couple of our friends, but a couple of random people from across the pond who we know your name and we're pretty pumped about you and we hope you come back. We didn't forget about you. I did feel so bad for people that found us during this months long period when we were just not putting out new stuff because I know the feeling of finding something new and loving it and then realizing that it was like canceled after season three or something. Yeah, I know. Like you find this treasure trove of like all this new content and it's like, wait, 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 they're not, they're not doing anything right now. And those people are out there, Mike, because I've yeah. checked our, I haven't checked it in a little while, but I remember I was trying to keep tabs on our listenership and people were still listening to episodes, old episodes. So there's somebody out there who's listening to them. Yeah, they paused them all after like 50 minutes and they had to go back and get all the That's part right. twos done. Yeah. <laughs> like these are way too long. But, yeah, thank you guys. Uh, and we have made a couple posts. We posted um, you meeting Patrick for the first time. So that was that was great. That's right. That was a special moment. And a couple of concert pictures. So obviously when we start the albums again, we'll be putting out our weekly posts. And uh, now maybe two posts. Maybe we'll have to like... We can post more pictures because we'll have two parts for each episode. So That's right. Yeah. That'll be fun. Or we just won't do that and we'll never mention it again. <laughs> well, past the 30-minute mark of this podcast anyway, so everybody here has stopped listening, so they won't even remember it. Oh, what if we did a two-part uh, side project? <laughs> that would be maybe a little overkill, but yeah. Part two would be us describing the new format. Yeah. <laughs> I'm into it. 
So that's it, guys. We're back. You're back, hopefully. And, uh, yeah. I guess we'll see you next week. Episode 1 of Season 3. Blink 182, baby. Take off your pants and jacket. <laughs> that's sexy, Mike. That's a sexy title. Can't wait. I cannot wait, Keenan. Wait. Should we be naked doing it? Sure, yeah. Should we take off our pants and our jackets? Yeah, let's be naked doing it. All right. See you guys next season, our first naked episode. <laughs> Talk about all the small things. <laughs> Sheesh. <laughs>